0: Hey, listen to the Who Goat Podcast, episode 181, I'm Brando, I'm here with Ryan and today we're going to continue the arc of the good vibes by talking about a deck that is hilariously budget. Now hit our theme song! Hey Ryan, we're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good, what's going down? A whole ton is going down, starting with we're actually in the same room as one another for the first time in weeks... Uh, we're going to talk about a deck that is a throwback to one of our most popular decks we've ever done here on the show in the 181 episodes that we have done. We're going to thank some new patrons, we're going to talk about some new merchandising opportunities, and we're going to spread the good vibes as we are always want to do on the show. But before we do any of that, we've got to thank our official sponsors, FaceToFaceGames.com, they're Canada's biggest magic store. Ooh, very much
1: so, and they are operational, and you could, you could buy
0: today's deck with your pocket change for a measly 27 us dollars so like 105 canadian
1: yeah the the exchange rate is particularly low right now but we are in the same room we are we are doing a budget deck our last budget deck that i i kind of mentioned on the on the pre-show yesterday was the golos mayor of combo town yeah it was like 25 bucks today 27 bucks it is a patreon submission we got this a little while ago when we were going to do an arc of budget kind of before all of the the public health shit went down but now we've got a bunch of budget decks sitting in the 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 email folder that we keep everything organized in and the to-do pile the to-do pile as it (laughs) were because we're we're going to do them as, as many of them as we have to as we can as long as everybody needs good vibes like budget decks we're going to be doing decks like this yeah people love decks like this maybe we'll give it away who can say glue your eyeballs to the commander cookout social feeds at cco podcast at cco brando the commander cookout youtube channel brando does stuff youtube channel the future commander at populum youtube channel and of course facebook.com slash cco podcast we the, are fucking everywhere we're everywhere yeah i don't want to be any more damn no. places i don't either <laughs> Kyla's, so thin. Kyla's talking to me about Instagram and shit. I'm like,
0: oh, dang. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I, got, I can't afford it. I
1: can't afford it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, there's, Dream, there's Dreamcast and there's Space. The sk- what what the <laughs> fuck is the reference for Malibu's <laughs> Most Wanted? I
0: forget. Oh, there's GameCube oh. and there's Dreamcast. <laughs> oh, man, I got a Gamecast, <laughs> man. I can't <laughs> afford it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> got there. Got there. So today the budget deck we had submissions on all the social feeds if you guessed the hint you're what are we giving away today let's do another we've got one more social distancing face-to-face games playmat to give away the last one was very well received okay that's what you're winning today if you guessed actress Oracle of half
0: truths. Oracle of Half-Truths, Atrus, you mean the human advisor 3-2 for black blue two with menace that whenever he comes into play, target opponent looks at the top three cards of your library, separates them into a face-down pile and a face-up pile. You put one of those piles into your hand and the other into your graveyard? Yes. Excellent.
1: Uh, yes, I, I was gonna <laughs> say, let's let's talk about the commander or tell you who the commander is and then talk about a hundred other things. Hell yeah. So today we are in Studio CCO Um proper? Studio CCO2? Yeah, I don't know. We're we're sitting in front of the green screen. Tomorrow, you are gonna have your first batch of real CCO YouTube content in what, like eight weeks, nine weeks, where it's both of us? At the very least, yeah. So we oh. have we may or may not have some booster boxes. We may not have some super packs. We may or may not have some good local beer. Oh, that we definitely have. Oh baby. And we may or may not, who knows? We might be cracking it to see who is victorious. Oh, shit. So, of course, stay tuned to youtube.com slash c slash channel slash commander cookout slash whatever.
0: Capital P small p x h three seven. Yeah. Yeah. We're there. We're on YouTube. Find it. It's good.
1: Yeah. Link will be in the show notes to all of that. And it's going to be a ton of fun. I am so pumped. I haven't opened up any product that's been sitting in my car and i was at my niece's birthday I haven't, I haven't even touched it yet i didn't even look at my godzilla promo until oh. like today when i took it out of my car aren't they nice
0: oh yeah those are super nice yeah
1: yeah so super pumped about that super packs <laughs> <laughs> that that's gonna be
0: just I'm pumped it's it's exciting i opened my the, the the whatchamacallit the super pack booster box on brando does stuff Yeah, and it was great Super fun, everything that I'd wanted it to be, minus a good box, and so <laughs> so nothing at all that you so wanted it really to. So I'm really excited to open the rest. No, nah, it was fine. I had fun. How did they smell? They smell good. I don't know. They kind of smell like modern packs. Oh, I
1: didn't smell like those late '90s vintage. Oh, hey,
0: no, oh. I wish. I got a pack of Invasion upstairs. Hey, what the? Why are we opening that? Because we got super packs.
1: <laughs> 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 you let into it perfectly. Oh, it worked out. It worked good. Yeah. So we've got actress today this was submitted by ink drop the candra is the name on patreon I, I know his real name his his name on the cco discord is inky butthead or something <laughs> <laughs> which is which is
0: just as good we can call him dink stomp
1: dink instead stomp ink,
0: butthead instead of yeah that too i don't want to google any of that no i de- if you watch the pre show we we you proved you can't even google panini press we proved live on the internet that you cannot google anything yeah we didn't show anything but like this well, isn't an act this the,
1: is actually th- there was there was far dirtier things than like friday night cam girls
0: yeah we were talking about sandwiches i didn't even see a sandwich in any of that
1: that like i would i imagine that we were going to see two of one thing and one of the other kind of pointing into the the middle thing. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, I I smell what you're stepping Not
0: what we saw at all. Yeah, no, not what I was, yeah. Lots of food and, like, naked people. I still don't know what a panini is.
1: Well, watch the pre-show on YouTube. (laughs) It's
0: quality content. It's the first time we've seen each other and we're back at our old, dirty-ass ways. Yeah, we're we're back with a
1: vengeance is what we are. Yeah, speaking of being old and dirty. Oh, shit. We've got a couple new patrons to thank. Uh Oh, that was a good (laughs) segue. King of the segue (laughs) over here. Big thank you, shout out, F you, and nicknames. And I have no idea how to say this. Uh-oh. Amin Parasta? Hmm. What's Amin something? He's Amin, mean, Amin mean pair of asses. That hmm. could be something that we Google.
0: No. Oh. Definitely not. I guess I, I I'm doing it wrong then. <laughs> yeah. You're not doing this right at all. Amin Palasta? Amin Ballista? Amin Oh yeah, mean Walkie B. Mean um, Walkie B, I like it. Mean Walkie B. Walkie B being walking ballista, of course. Yes.
1: Yes. Got there. Thank you, F you. He probably got a bunch of middle fingers on the Discord. Here's hoping.
0: Those no. are fun. I like seeing those. Next up, big
1: shout out. Thank you. And F you, Dominic Kaufman.
0: Dominic Kaufman? Dominic Kaufman? Dominic Kaufman.
1: Something about a coffin. Something about being a Dominatrix.
0: Dominic Coffin? Coffin Dom. I like Dominic coffin. Dominic coffin? It yeah. rolls off the tongue nice. That sounds like a Godzilla monster. It kind of does. If I had the Godzilla sound effect with us, I'd play it. Well, you'll be editing this.
1: So. <laughs> oh, look out world. <laughs> we 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 spouted off a whole bunch of stuff, Dominic. Thank you. Choose your nickname wisely. If you want to be Dominic Coffin, King of the
0: Monsters. Yeah. That could that could work. Or just Dominic Coffin, King of the people who live in coffins you could be a vampire we don't know king of getting fingered on the discord jesus
1: yeah i was out of town all weekend and and the end of last week so i don't remember if i seen you hop onto the discord but if you're there thank you it's a lot of fun it's one of the benefits to becoming a patron we very much appreciate it and if you didn't watch the pre-show we did thank all the patrons because they did help us with
0: some recent upgrades to studio cco yeah we're gonna get some cool uh camera work stuff to, to make our the viewing experience on YouTube a little bit better, it's yep. also going to allow us to do a little bit maybe more, I don't want to say streaming stuff, but with the uptick in VEDH, maybe there will be more opportunities for your boys Ryan and Brando to jump in games with you, yes you, due to some of the things that you the patrons have given to us. Yeah!
1: Yeah, just camera mounts, different camera angles so we can so we can show the cards that we're opening a little bit better both for the YouTube or the 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 CCO stuff and your pack openings. Yeah. So that's
0: exciting. We've got some plans for that and especially for once the world opens up for what you're doing, right? Yeah, I think it's going to be there's lots in the in the pipe for us both and I think that CCO Nation and everybody that consumes what we are doing is going to be going to be into it, I hope.
1: Yeah, and now that I've seen you, we've got the CCO coasters in my hand, there'll be pictures, peep them on commandercoco.com slash store, they'll be there, they'll be sold in packs of four for six or eight bucks, whatever they are, and those do go a long way to help us get, you know, just better camera stuff, better lights, you the, know,
0: all that jazz. When MF start again, if you wanted us to be at one near you, sales of things like coasters and shirts and play mats and all that stuff are what gets us to an MF near you, so... If you want some great coasters for either you and four bodies or you and four beers, uh now's the opportunity. You can support the show, support us and and get yourself some sweet swag at the same time. Yeah, and I've got a line on shirts where a guy can drop ship right to US US
1: buyers. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, so it's it's still in the works. So we're not promising anything yet, but that's the kind of stuff we've been working on when we can't go out and play, you know, we've got a few more hours during the week to do some stuff like that. So it's really exciting. Yes.
0: On to the show sure that was a question but like that's what we're doing yeah it's it's not all it's also not a question if we
1: have to talk about magic that is we'll yeah, we'll do this deck i guess so actress oracle of half-truths this is black and blue what is it a human advisor he's a human advisor with menace we can look at the
0: top and the top do they get exiled right no your opponent looks at the top and then separates them into two piles. One of them is face up. One of them is face down. And then you pick one of the piles, and it goes into your hand. I've played against this guy on shitty arena. Where do the other ones go? Into graveyard. your graveyard. Okay, yeah. so we are we've got a little bit of a a little bit of a reanimation theme. Yep. You could definitely do some reanimation stuff. Um, I find that not being able to see what the other pile is is fairly advantageous because you probably never want to take it because you're too worried it's going to be too land. Yep. So you end up being able to hide some good ass shit in that face down pile so they discard it and then you laugh at them? Uh, how how many how many how many often how often do you think that we
1: cast our commander with this deck?
0: Once. And then you blink it a whole bunch of times.
1: Ah uh, yes. We'll see that in the instance and sorcery section. If we let it die, we let it just die, right? Because we've got reanimation. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Creech?
0: Creech. that is also not a question but you knew exactly where we were going we will start with academy journey mage you're going to see some i don't want to say stinkers but you're going to see some stinkers in this list because it is ultra budget and it is very cool for that exact reason
1: oh yeah 27 deck so <laughs> like we said we might give it away just saying but cool includes very atypical not what you think you're going to see especially when we're talking about reanimator right and having no red in here there's no world gorger combos there's nothing that is going to be like oh of course they're doing that which i think is actually good yeah absolutely so what academy journey mage yeah that's a two three two human wizard for blue four (laughs) <laughs> yeah, three two for five, okay. This spell costs one less if you control a wizard, which maybe we would or this No, we wouldn't because our fucking yeah, commander's an advisor. Yeah. But <laughs> hypothetically, maybe there's more wizards. Okay. And when it enters a battlefield, return target creature an opponent controls to its owner's hand. So, so it's
0: a three two with a boomerang attached to it. an y- unsummon. It's not even a boomerang. It's the worst
1: we could return our commander we could return something else that we have
0: no because it can only only your opponent's stuff goes back to their hand oh (laughs) yeah no there's no (laughs) versatility here that is exactly what it says on the card dude okay well all right the next one is an archaeomancer i haven't seen this card in forever archaeomancer another
1: wizard one two for four enters the battlefield return target instant or sorcery card from your
0: graveyard to your
1: hand that's good uh, yeah, it's a very good yeah.
0: card. I mean, aside from being a 1-2 for 4, it's definitely not too bad. Let's talk about a card that I think is bad, but maybe not in this deck, in Bizarre Trade Mage.
1: Another wizard, human wizard, so we're seeing a trend. 3-4 for f- 3, flying, enters a battlefield, draw 2 cards, then discard 3 cards. So it's it. you get
0: one, one activation, you get one time to feel how good it feels to tap a Bizarre of Baghdad. You get to do it once at the cost of three mana. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I, so I guess know. you don't even really get to feel how good it feels. No. To activate a Bazaar of Baghdad. But it is a wizard and if you can blink it, you can you can get a bunch of like um, stuff into your graveyard and card selection. Sure. Yeah, it's that's, good. That's that's fine. Also, if you were to alter that and take the little carpet he's standing on out and put like a dude standing down there, you could have him take a crap on the guy's head. That'd be really funny. Yeah. Just Just throwing that out there. Not that people are going to be needing to alter cards for you anytime soon, but you know, it's a thing. Uh, <laughs> next up, we have Crafty Cut Purse. Crappy Cut Purse. Crapping oh, on somebody's head. Crappy Coin Purse. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Do not. not. Not a chance. Do not. No. I'm waving my hands in the air. Oh, this is an actual cool card. I actually like this one.
1: Human Pirate. It's a 2 2 for 4. So maybe Human is relevant. I don't know yet. Flash. When it enters a battlefield each token that would be created under your opponent's control this turn is created under our control instead
0: that's just cool if you've ever played with uh gather specimens it's an instant for blue 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 three. Oh yeah all creatures your opponents would or that would come into play this turn come into play for you instead except it's like a crappier version of it for less mana but for less mana yes and still pretty cool i like this card i would run both of them in a deck it feels a little bit like a meta call like somebody
1: in in this meta has a token deck or two people or sure almost once per game you might be able to see a token deck i think that in most maybe we give tokens in this deck i don't remember yeah i forget too but i mean
0: i would say that in general i would say in edh pods you could probably steal at least one creature a game with that thing yeah, probably. I don't think I've ever been in a game of EDH where that wouldn't get me at least a one-one. I'll play, my, I'll play my what is it? The garden that gives you a colony plant. garden. Colony garden. Nah, fuck you, man. No value. <laughs> play on tapped lands, you scrub. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about a Deathbringer
1: Regent? Ooh, seven mana, five six flying dragon enters a battlefield. If there's five or more other creatures, destroy all other creatures. Ooh, that is. Seven mana, but it's 35 cents, and we can
0: kill everything except it. Yeah, I mean, it's it costs less than damnation. You might cost more than extinction event, though. W- e- extinction event is cheap, I think so. It's a new one from Icoria. Icoria, we maybe will get it. Yeah, maybe we'll open one and we can still wonder if it's cheap. Yes, how about a din din din? Dinrova Horror. What is that?
1: That took you as many times out loud as it took me in my head. <laughs>
0: <Yep>. <laughs> what? What
1: is that? Uh, it's something you shouldn't Google. It's is got a bunch of tentacles and suction cups. I'd... Where's its head?
0: The same place that uh, Calamax's head is. It's even the same colors. <laughs> Maybe these colors just are not congruent to having heads on your monsters.
1: Yeah, it's a four-four horror for Black Blue Four. Enters the battlefield. Return target permanent to its owner's hand. Then that player discards a card. That's cool. Yes, you could make them if they have no cards in hand, bounce their best thing, and then they bin it. We could bounce our best thing and then bin it and then reanimate it with a bunch of other stuff. You'll see we can do that in a minute. Anyway, it's good. It's fine.
0: It's fun. How about a Dream Eater?
1: Ooh, lots of text on that. Six mana, four three flash flyer. When it enters the battlefield, surveil four. That's scry, but to your graveyard. If you want it on the bottom, you can Correct. put it onto your graveyard instead. Yeah. When you do, you may return target non-land permanent and opponent controls to its owner's hand. So you bounce their thing after you put a bunch of your own things into your graveyard. So it
0: mills you and unsummons. That's a mythic.
1: Yeah. It's a nightmare sphinx. It doesn't do what nightmares do, but it, it it's, it's cool. And you know what? Lots of these opponent bounce things function as pseudo-removal.
0: It's, it's fine. It's That's a mythic. That... That sucks. That sucks (laughs) that that's a mythic. How about an exclusion mage? I don't like this guy. Enters the battlefield. It's a 2-2 human wizard for 3.
1: Enters the battlefield. Return target creature and opponent controls to their hand.
0: An asshole. He's kicking kicking people out of the party. How about a fallen shinobi?
1: That is a 5-4 zombie ninja for 5, but you can ninja to it for 4. So you can return an unblocked creature you control to its owner's hand which is relevant, to flash this guy in and then it hits your opponent instead of that other creature. And whenever Fallen Shinobi deals combat damage to a player, that player excels the top two cards of their library until end of turn we can play those cards without paying their mana cost. That's effing good.
0: Cool cool card, yeah. That is a really good card. I like it lots.
1: And sneaky because we're not playing a ninja deck. Yeah, or a zombie deck. And we get to bounce something like our Grave Digger that we're playing or our, our Kaomancer, right? Gravedigger yeah. is our next card. That's why I mentioned it. When it enters a battlefield, you return a creature from our
0: graveyard to our hand. You know, what would be better to bounce with uh that ninja than a Gravedigger. How about a Gray Merchant of Asphodel? Oh yeah, Gray Merchant of Ass. Gray Merchant of Asphondel. Yes, there it is. Merchant of Asphondel. I'll yes. bet you there is a movie about that that you do not want to watch in private. No, you do. Company. Uh, oh, privately you want to watch it. Publicly, yes. yes. No, I no. do. I do. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is a two four zombie for five. It enters the battlefield. Each opponent loses life equal to your devotion to black and we gain that much life. This is one of the best zombies that there is. This. Yes. Yes. It's
0: a super good card, super good like some people think it's unexciting, but I think it's cool. I it, think it's it, a cool card. Hey,
1: listen, it wins you the game. It's it's awesome to bounce, it's awesome to reanimate. It's twenty-five cents. <laughs> Everything about this card is fine. Just play it. Yeah. Uh, how about Hoverguard Sweepers? Oh, yeah. This is from Darksteel originally or something. This is a 5-6 flying
0: drone for... Sp- eight? Eight? Wow. What do we say about cards that cost eight, Ryan? They should win you the game. Does this one win you the game? If you're playing in an Animar, it does. <laughs> but
1: we are not doing that today. It enters a battlefield, return up to two target creatures to their owner's hands. Why does that cost Eight. That's lots of bounce. Like, if you think bouncing a bouncing a dude on a creature as an ETB, that costs four, and we get to do two. And we may do two. It still costs four, because it's eight. That's right. It costs four, and then costs four again, but you get a flying five, six. I guess. It's just it's eight.
0: It is lots. I feel like if something was printed right now that cost eight or less, it might do something like come into play and let you mill until you find a permanent card and put it into play maybe it would be an uncommon that costs six and you could mill until you find a per you mill until you find x permanence then put all x permanence into play i don't know (laughs) like maybe those are cards that happen (laughs) (laughs) how about identity thief
1: identity thief is a shapeshifter so i guess this is a human wizard or zombie sure sure it's not but when it when it attacks you may exile another target non-token creature if you do identity thief becomes a copy of that right and you return the exile card to the battlefield under its owner's control at the beginning of the next end step that is a tricky
0: card and i like it a whole lot because it lets you take advantage of all your etb stuff Yep. it like i I guess it can't really be used as a combat trick but it lets you recycle all of your stuff you could bounce your gary over and over and over again just by attacking with that guy there you go like it's it's pretty cool the, or i guess your hover the, guard sweeper you know what yeah yeah if it's turn 87 <laughs>
1: i i like that analysis because <clears throat> You hit on using ETBs over and over, but you mentioned that you have to attack, which is what that card does. That feels very brandle to me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ingenious Infiltrator is next. That is another ninjutsu guy. Vidalkan Ninja this time. A 2-3 ninjutsu for black-blue instead of black-blue 2 to cast. Whenever a ninja you control deals combat damage to a player, draw a card. Another cool one. That's Ninja of the Deep Hours, right? Except it's black blue mm-hmm. and does the same thing but for all ninjas yeah that's a good one uh
0: <laughs> i super like this guy how about Ixidron?
1: oh baby star star illusion for blue blue three entries the battlefield turn all non-token creatures face down they're two two morphers but they're just but they're not yep, they're they just... don't have
0: morph they're just two twos
1: now we're not playing any morphers either no <laughs> we're not <laughs> Anyways, it's power
0: and toughness each equal to the number of face-down creatures on the battlefield. I like Ixidron. I like him a lot. I like when people play him. I usually don't, because I'm I'm pretty creature heavy and I want my dudes to do what they're supposed to do. You you want your dudes to dude? Yeah. Yeah. Dudes got a dude. But I love seeing Ixadron in decks. I love it.
1: Yeah. And you know what? People people have always, I don't know, lamented on Ixodron where it's like, how come it doesn't enter the battlefield with plus ones equal to face downs? Then you can proliferate. Then it doesn't get smaller in the morph deck when you morph your guys face up. And it's like, yeah, Ixodron doesn't give a shit about any of that. And it's like, yeah. we're not going to play any
0: morph. This is how big Ixodron is. Deal with her or die.
1: Yeah. Because <laughs> it's going to be
0: bigger than all of the tutus. Yeah. If he becomes a zero, zero, that's good because it means all your opponent's creatures are dead. Yeah. <laughs> You've done your job. Oh, man.
1: We should have mentioned, too, that we're playing 31 creatures. Let's fucking abbreviate this. I think people are are, are understanding that there's wizards. We want to bounce stuff.
0: There's an Ixodron. <laughs> you know what else there is, Ryan? What is it? A fish illusion fish illusion called jace's mind seeker jace's mind
1: sucking mind seeking illusion enters the battlefield target opponent puts the top five of their library into their graveyard you can cast an instant or sorcery from among them without paying its mana cost sick so we care about that a little bit it's a four four flyer for six it's fine we're yeah keeper of keys enters the battlefield you become the monarch cool so at the end of the turn if we're the monarch we draw a card yes and if somebody does combat damage to the monarch they become the monarch correct okay we've got lots of bounce, we've got lots of invasive stuff so we're going to be the monarch often most of the time okay also at the beginning of your upkeep if you're the monarch creatures you control can't be blocked this turn hell yeah oh that's how we stay the monarch
0: yeah okay that's, that's a good ass card we got a massacre girl that just kills everything it's it's the wrath that we can afford in a budget deck yeah 35 cents play uh, it. meteor golem kills a permanent for seven and gives you a three three body yep mnemonic wall that is the
1: five mana zero four wall version of archaeomancer enters the battlefield bounce a thing from your graveyard to your hand shit yeah how about overseer of the damned oh man i used to play this in rakdos lord of riots Uh uh-oh yeah this is Commander Special Five Five Flying Demon for Black Black Five enters a battlefield. Destroy target creature. Nice, that's important. Okay, whenever a non-token creature an opponent controls dies, like when we kill it with this card, yeah, we get a two-two black zombie creature token into the battlefield tapped. I like that. So it's going to be seven power worth of thing for seven that flies. Some of which it which is tapped, but it's, it's on rate. It's pretty good. I dig that. Yep, what a Peregrine Drake. That enters the battlefield, untaps 5 lands. It's a 2-3 that costs 5. Jesus. You know, we can probably find some way to combo with this. In fact, I know that there's a way to combo with this. I just thought of it just now. Okay, we'll get to that in a bit. Sure. Phyrexian and Jester. Oh, baby. Okay. Blue, 6, Beast, 3-3. Three, three. Sounds like crap. Yeah. When it enters the battlefield, you may exile target non-token creature. Anybody's. Okay. Okay. Phyrexian Ingester gets plus X plus Y, where X is the exiled creature's power, and Y is its toughness. Ooh. So you just get to kill something and make a big big. Sort of like the the Overseer of the Damned, but on one body instead of two. I dig that. Yeah, for the same mana cost.
0: I'm, I'm down with that. Yeah. How about a Possessed Scab? Scab. That's just Possessed Scab. Somebody wrote that down on top of a card, and somebody above him in the pecking order was like yeah let's do it let's do it and then all the way through everybody was like yeah let's let's have a possessed scab that's some
1: of that original innistrad art too with those real messed up looking zombies right yeah this is a a 3-2 zombie for black blue three when it enters the battlefield return an instant sorcery or creature from your graveyard to your hand if you would die if it dies exile it instead so you can't infinite like sacrifice and get this back shenanigans like you can with some other cards but uh, it essentially, it does Archaomancer stuff.
0: Yeah. How about salvage? Oh, we have a Ravenous Chupacabra. It comes in and kills a thing. It kills a thing. How about Salvager of Secrets? Sure. That is a 2-2 two, two for 5.
1: When it enters the battlefield, return target instant or sorcery card from a graveyard to your hand. Oh, that's just another Archaomancer.
0: Archaomancer. Okay.
1: Archaomancer. <laughs> Out of nowhere.
0: <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I a- like that a lot. How about a Scholar of Ages? Scholar of Ages. Does that
1: do the same thing? Enters it's a, a super-duper return...
0: super Archaomancer. Yeah,
1: return two for seven mana, but they put it on a three-three to justify seven mana. All right. <laughs> so that's a double mancer on
0: one card. Actually, good. Pretty good. Yeah. How about uh, Let's justify something else costing seven in Scourge of the Fleets. Oh, baby. Six-six Kraken enters the
1: battlefield. Return each creature your opponents control with toughness, X or less, where X
0: is the number of islands you control. I like that card lots. Yes. How about a sphinx of oothoon oothoon he's pretty jacked what is that like five o's three u's or it's 18 o's and a u (laughs) (laughs) it's a he's a jacked
1: five six flying sphinx for seven dang geez the sevens hey yeah when it enters the battlefield reveal the top five cards of your library and opponent exiles them or separates them to two piles we get the pile of our choice it's fact or fiction yeah. It's, it's it's like factor fiction like actress is like a mini factor fiction. Yes. And well, the, the ones we don't pick notably go to our graveyard.
0: Important. Yes. Given that we're playing a lot of graveyard stuff. Yes. And we have an Unch Chrysophinx Sovereign. You sounded like you were hammered when you said that.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, we have a... Blah, blah,
1: blah, blah. Yeah, this sovereign. The six mana, four, four flying Sphinx. Sphinx spells you cost cast... Two less to cast,
0: yeah, all two of them. Hey, yeah, yeah. Okay. Get that we discount. We can make a
1: token of this and then recast this one. Oh shit! <laughs> now we're in business. <laughs> when you, whenever Unesh Cryo Sphinx Sovereign, did I say it right? sure maybe or another sphinx enters the battlefield under your control reveal the top four cards of your library an opponent separates those oh it's a four four card factor fiction it's more factor fiction okay stuff. so we can maybe copy that we can certainly bounce it or flicker it right yep, definitely so w- you did skip over one card and it just happens to be the infinite oh. combo oh did i miss one card yeah it's naru meha master wizard this, oh. is a, this is a 3-3 three, three human wizard for blue-blue 2 with flash, which is important. Okay, fine. Other wizards you control get plus one, plus one. Also important yeah, in yeah, this yeah, deck, just because
0: yeah. we have wizards randomly. Lots of incidental wizards.
1: When Naru Meha, Master Wizard, enters the battlefield, copy target, instant or sorcery spell you control, you may choose new targets for the copy. Okay. When, Like, if we just go to instance right now... The first one I want to talk about and the one I'll just reference when a similar effect comes up is Ghostly Flicker. And what that says is an instant for blue to exile two target artifact creatures and or lands. We control, then return them to the battlefield under your control immediately. So not at end of turn. Right. So what you can do is Ghostly Flicker, whatever you want, like a Factor Fiction Sphinx or Atrus or what have you, cast Naro to copy it, And the copy of it bounces your Narumeha, and because it returns it as soon as the copy of Ghostly Flicker resolves, Narumeha will come back. Right. You can copy the original Ghostly Flicker again. It's kind of like the dual caster mage fork combo we talked about last week or the week before. Yeah. It works like that. I didn't actually mean to pick the same, almost the exact same combo two weeks in a row, but Narumeha could go in the Calamax deck from last week alongside the ghostly flicker with, and do kind of the same thing. Wow. So there's a few things that do that. And of course, because ghostly flicker gets copied, the copy needs to bounce the Narmeha And then we've got three other bounces and returns on the same kind of loop. Right. You could infinitely bounce your Peregrine Drake tapping your mana in response to it untapping every time the peregrine drake comes in and that's how you can make infinite mana you could infinitely bounce your gray merchant Mm. you could infinitely bounce your archaeomancer and cast an instant within that loop somewhere and infinitely get that instant back right so this is the kind of thing where there's no tutors in the deck yeah and we're playing a 27 dollar (laughs) deck but if we get like four or five cards (laughs) all at the same time (laughs) maybe that's it so there's an easier way to do it that we'll
0: cover but we've got some more instance first okay we'll do the instance we've got the first one after ghostly flicker is corpse churn sure black one put three cards from your library into your graveyard then return a
1: creature from your graveyard to your hand sure displace Exile up to two target creatures you control. Return those to the battlefield under your
0: control. That is... Another ghostly flicker. Yes. Essence Flux. Exile a creature you control, then return it to the battlefield with a plus one on it. Another flicker effect. Yes. Final
1: Death. This is just exile target creature five in black. So is final reward. Yeah, it's final and it's final. Yes. Uh, Fortune's Favor. Target opponent looks at the top two... Four cards of their library and separates them into the face down thing and it's like fucking factor fiction. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, we talked about ghostly flicker, hour of glory, hour of glory shot. Do not Google an no. hour of glory shot. No, I don't know why I said that because now <laughs> somebody's gonna do it. Somebody's gonna do it. Fools. Well, if they're into it, I, mean. I guess. Yeah, that's their thing. No it's kink shaming on. in CCO. Somebody said that on the Discord the other day. <laughs> 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 okay this is black three exile target creature oh so it's okay yeah and then if that creature was a god its controller reveals their hand and exiles a card
0: with the same name oh that's never going to happen no yeah yeah you get to see their hand though if you exile the god oh yeah yeah well no you get to see their hand still if they if you exile the god that'll happen i suppose yeah you exile the god yeah look at look at that's the scorpion
1: god fucking up ronus
0: dang that's not very nice Ronus is a way better card than the scorpion god I'm, I don't. I question the validity of that art yes yeah man uh, how about illusionists stratagem
1: exile two creatures then return them to their owner's control which is a point of con- and draw a card for four mana cool point of reference exile to their and blink to their owner's control very different than exile and return to our control yes If there's effects that say until end of turn, like steal until end of turn or reanimate until end of turn, if we blink those back to our control, they're new objects and they forget that they needed to be sacrificed or given back.
0: Yeah, now they're ours.
1: This one makes it go back to our opponent. Yeah. Yeah. Reading the card explains the card. Can't Uh. believe I just fucking said that. (laughs) How about
0: rescue from the underworld? Cool. That's a cool one.
1: Cool art. Cool name. Uh, is the card any good? I don't know. Nah, it's fine. This is four mana instant. As an additional cost, you sacrifice a creature. Okay, we like it so far. Yes. Choose target creature card in your graveyard. Return that card and the sacrifice card to the battlefield under your control at the beginning of the next upkeep. Your next upkeep. Oh. So it takes them like three other players' turns to fucking find their way out of the underworld.
0: Yeah. Okay. So the guy's got to go down into the underworld to rescue Persephone. And then she walks behind him the whole time, and he's not allowed to turn around to see whether she's out of hell yet. Oh, but he does. Yeah, and then he does right oh, at I the ru- end. I ruined it, didn't I? You ruined the ending of the story, but that's fine. Everybody knows that's why, it's def- why Persephone lives down there. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's why Persephone lives in the underworld with Hades, because Hades tricked whoever, I forget the guy's name, into turning around to look to make sure she was still there. And then Hades was like, ah, fuck you, asshole, and took her took her back. It was pretty sweet. Oh. Didn't yeah. he turn to stone? That's Medusa.
1: Yeah, I know, but didn't that, that mm. happen to that guy?
0: Nah, he was just an asshole after that. He was just like, ah, oh, fuck, I suck. Oh, I, he just, like, he couldn't... Yeah, he, he traversed all of hell twice and then just got wrecked at the last second. Oh. Cool. Wow,
1: well, cool card. Top-down flavor, design, on point, cool art, cool ability. cool card, Yeah what else we got? We got a Siren's Ruse. Yeah. Exile Creech, then return it to the battlefield if it was a pirate, which it might be. It
0: could be. There is a pirate in this deck. a
1: pirate. Yeah. You draw a card if it was a pirate.
0: Sure. Yeah. And the last one is Tefri's Time Twist. TTT.
1: This is the TTT podcast. See? See? <laughs> make, make that joke again. Anyways, <laughs> Exile target Permanent, you control. See? Return that card to the battlefield, uh, and then it uh, plus ones, right? Yeah. Oh, Sure. Why so not two mana? Yeah, you get one thing instead of two things, but you still could have in, infinite ETBs with your Naru Meha. Huh? Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, All, All right. right, do some sorceries. Yes, these are where the deck is
1: gonna like come to life because these are gonna be the things that get us our our graveyard getter backers, if you will.
0: I'm sure that he's playing this because he's a huge Seb fan in Blood for Bones. Uh, I think this card's good. It's a fine card, but you know it could have better art on it. Uh, yeah,
1: it's it's yeah. it's i do like this one because the skulls look like anatomically accurate which is not something that is consistent with some of said mckinnon's other works <laughs> <laughs> this is a sorcery as an additional cost in, in addition to the black three you sack a creature return target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield then return another target creature from your graveyard to your hand it's pretty good so you kind of get two back but you have to cast one of them so it's kind of like that what is it rescue from the underworld but slower and doesn't put them both into play. Yeah.
0: And given <laughs> well and given all of the, the ETB stuff we have. It wouldn't hurt to have another one come back right yeah you might save you, it for a later you date. might get your archaeomancer back into your hand and not want to cast it yeah. right or yeah, okay. maybe you don't have the instant or sorcery you want to play with your archaeomancer yeah. or or maybe you don't have the creature you want to bounce with your bouncy bounce mage yet right you can save it for a later date yes flexibility very important how about boneyard
1: parlay Ooh, this one uh i don't know if we've i think we've played one deck ever that's had this this is seven mana black black five exile up to five target creature from your graveyard from graveyards all graveyards yes we're gonna have five if nobody else does yes i think that's important an opponent separates those cards into two piles so we're doing the pile thing all right this deck's a pile (laughs) period yes (laughs) period Put all cards from the pile of your choice onto the battlefield and
0: the rest into their owner's graveyards. That's a cool code. They go back into the graveyards. Dude, get them again. Yes, that's a good one. I like that. How about Ever After? Six mana. I love paying six. Every every turn, we're just paying six. Yes. (laughs) Let's just play one thing a turn. Let's just, let's go. Return up to two target creatures from the graveyard
1: to the battlefield. Each of those creatures is a black zombie in addition to its other colors and types put ever after on the bottom of its owner's library Ooh. so we could with a shuffle effect feasibly get this again hypothetically speaking yeah if we can infinite cast and bounce naru Mayha with a flicker effect in there that draws us a card Ooh. we could draw our entire deck and get that from the bottom hell yeah and reanimate two more things
0: <laughs> shit yeah dude seems good totally worth it uh, the last, <laughs> not the last one, but uh, it's a flood of tears. The the, the last six mana sorcery, <laughs> yeah, it's not that either. It's not even that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I, I, we're not dunking on the deck because I, I do like decks like this. I, I do too. This is a six mana sorcery. Return all non-land permanents to their owner's hand. If you return four or more permanents that we control this way, you put a permanent card from our hand onto the battlefield. This is fixed cyclonic rift. Yes. You, that you have to pay six for, that you can't pay two or one for, yeah. So okay, that's fine. I, I like Flood of Tears actually. Yeah, if we're if if we want a Cyclonic Rift or we want a Sweeper effect in a budget deck, and we don't want to fucking play Cyclonic Rift, that's a good one. Yes. Yeah. I would Infernal Offering. Ooh, this is an Offering card. So this is I don't know if it's let's just read it. It's Sorcery, black four. Choose an opponent. You and that player each sack a Creech. Each player who sacrificed a creature this way draws two cards. So you could pick somebody who doesn't have a creature and they don't draw a card? Yes. Okay. If an opponent, uh, choose an opponent, could be a different one, return a creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield, then a player does the same thing. Like the player that you chose does the same thing. Yeah. You could choose somebody that's got an empty graveyard. Yes. And that's just a draw two, get a creature back.
0: Yeah, draw two, get a creature back for five.
1: Or you could do the political thing and like strategically pick so they do get something
0: and then you could... Make a friend? Yeah. No. That's not what we're gonna do. <laughs> F that. How about tempt with immortality? Oh, he's playing the he's playing the the offering
1: and the tempt cards. Oh, oh this is a sorcery black for tempting offer, which means we do something and then the effect is added on to if they do the same thing. Yes. Right? Return a creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. Each opponent may return a creature card from their graveyard to the battlefield. For
0: each player who does we get an, another one. I think that this is a dangerous card in this deck because while the deck is pretty cool, it's also, like, I don't want to say it's janky, but I don't know, man. Like, I don't know if I'd want to give creatures back to my opponents in a deck like this. Like, I'm going to get a a wizard that boomerangs a thing or unsummons a thing, and yeah. they're going to get a, I don't know, a Thrun the Last Troll or a Massacre Girl. Well, that's or the a...
1: thing, though. Like, if if we pick our boomerang wizard and they pick their atali they the spell resolves they enter the battlefield and then our trigger goes on the stack it can see atali and bounce it but then they just
0: play it again they can just play it again or they could not take the offer but then we bounce something else that they have yeah but like then it's in their bin and they can't get it but then they have it back i don't know it's a dangerous card those tempting offers are dangerous cards yes very much so and i know you this is probably why you picked the deck let's be honest it, it wasn't But it is also a dangerous
1: six mana sorcery. Oh,
0: it certainly is. It is Twilight's Call. Oh, this
1: is one of my favorite magic cards of all time. Of course, infamously played this directly into a graph Digger's Cage that was sitting about 14 inches away from my face. It was right beside my head. Oh, man. Didn't lose that game. Didn't win. (laughs) I should note. Got second. But black black four, you can pay two extra, so black black six, to cast it as an instant, and you return all creatures from all graveyards to the battlefield under their owner's control. Hell yeah! Fucking sweet. You want to do the land suite real fast? You know, I think it would be it would behoove us. It would behoove us to to, to to mention how to build a mana
0: base on the budget to yeah. newer members of cco nation we, we love doing budget mana bases this is a really great example of how to do one in demire colors I, plays I all the solid staple shit that you're going to yeah, need
1: yeah I, I got this 38 land 38 land yep 20 islands
0: tap for blue 18 swamps tap for black that's it end of land suite let's keep going to the enchantments <laughs> all right we have one of the cards that i I love seeing this. Do you, am, did you remember what it did? Oh yeah. You remember what this I card did? I did. I am so happy that I see when I see this card played anywhere. It makes me happy. I think it was originally in Scourge. Scourge. Okay. This is this is I, like the second booster the, box I ever bought. The reason I like this card so much is because I used to have a Wizard deck, and this is what I used to beat wholesale ass and win with my Wizard deck. i I would control the board and have a bunch of little shitty wizards i was like oh brown do you have all these shitty wizards and then i drop day of the dragons and beat wholesale ass
1: pummel until everybody is just smashed up chicken parts yeah dude okay so enchantment blue 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 four (laughs) (laughs) okay that's great you know we have enough islands to to cast this definitely Okay, when it enters the battlefield, exile all creatures you control. I'm listening. Yeah, you, you got my attention. <laughs> then, create that many 5-5 five, five red dragon creature tokens with flying. Fuck yeah. Okay, that's good. When Day of the Dragons leaves the battlefield, sacrifice all dragons you control, then return the exiled cards from the battlefield. The, the ones that were exiled, you return them back to the battlefield. Shit, yeah. So I'm sure that with blinking and naru copying getting like i don't know do we have infinite enter the
0: battlefield anything with our dragons does that matter i don't think it matters i just think this is cool you just beat wholesale ass with five five flank dudes and everybody likes doing that i think so like if you have four
1: wizards that maybe maybe two of them bounce stuff that are still in your opponent's hand because they just haven't cast them yet
0: I mean, it still like we're playing lots of seven drops, lots of six drops, lots of big high mana cost stuff. It's not like you're gonna be playing a ton of stuff every turn, or a lot of, have a lot of interaction going on and stuff. So you might as well just drop Day of the Dragons at some point when you have a bunch of dudes. I think you set yourself up for a win, and if somebody removes it, the worst all shit that happens back. is all of your shit happens again. All your shit comes back, and it bounces their stuff. It, it, nothing bad will happen to you playing Day of the Dragons, really in this deck Unless yeah let
1: unless they counter it, yeah, let's <laughs> say counter seven,
0: it. yeah but that's true of anything right yeah so, but like there's really no downside to this card in this deck and so, that's pretty cool so do you
1: go turn like three four five or like four five six creature 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 day of the dragons by turn six or seven when you have your day of dragons online and four
0: things that's 20 power can you kill somebody then maybe depending oh, on the what dragons you're... don't have haste though but depending on what your opponents have been doing maybe you can who knows yeah who
1: knows what you know what you could do day of the dragons you could at end of turn like ghostly flicker something or or like bounce your day of the dragons and all your things so all of your things come back and bounce all their things and then your day of the dragons comes back and all your guys turn into dragons and then player three or player four goes go and we untap after we've done that flicker thing with day of the dragons and now all of our five fives can attack
0: yeah there it is we just
1: bounce all your shit now we got that 20 power (laughs) now you're gonna die
0: sweet yeah uh last enchantment of the two we have diabolic servitude oh can we get an oracle text on this no read it as it is ryan all right black three
1: enchantment when it enters the battlefield, choose target creature card in your graveyard. Put that creature onto the battlefield. Okay. Okay. Diabolic servitude then becomes an enchant creature or enchants a creature, enchanted creature put onto the battlefield with diabolic servitude. Yep. It enchants that creature. Yeah. So it becomes that kind of an enchantment. When it leaves the battlefield, remove the chosen creature from the battlefield or from the game. Sure. So if the creature would die, you exile it. If diabolic servitude would get destroyed, you exile that creature so they have to word it that way because the templating back in urza saga was different but they wanted to word it differently and cost it more appropriately than fucking reanimate or animate dead or dance of the dead Because it turns out getting a two mana get your best guy back is like pretty good pretty pretty okay yeah it's a (laughs) solid thing Uh, yeah it's printed you know animate dead printed in beta still like one of the best
0: (laughs) reanimate cards ever yeah (laughs) All right, the last section is Artifacts, and this Artifacts section is going directly after our boy Dana Roach's heart. Oh! Directly after his heart, because the first card that we're going to talk about is Manolith, and then every other card that we talk about after that is also Manolith. (laughs) Yeah,
1: sort of. I guess, like, we can clump all of them because they're all... Are they all
0: three or two all but one of them i think all but one of them two of them i guess there's one that costs four and there's one that costs two sure one that costs two is a filter the one that costs four gives you two mana the rest of them are altar of the pantheon cultivator's caravan fountain of ichor mana geode spinning wheel and vessel of endless rest all of them tap to add one mana of any color and have some other tertiary effect
1: yeah which is not negligible that's why they're all better than
0: Manalith. Manalith? Yeah, they're just like, they're, they're more complicated. Just play Manalith. It's so <laughs> good. It's simple. It's straight ahead. <laughs> One line of text. Yeah, no bull crap. It's got a real nice picture on it. There it is. It's just, it's a good ass card, man. Yeah, and tell Dana Roach the boys at CCO sent them. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay, well, listen, that's the deck. I said a couple times, I think, I do like it. I like graveyard butt stuff. Yep. I would like to encourage anybody playing butt stuff to just butt stuff harder. Make like pretend that grave hate doesn't even exist. Play right through it.
0: Yeah, it's like playing dredge. It's gonna happen. Yeah, you're gonna get your your graveyard exiled. Just lean into it. Fuck it.
1: Make them. Yeah, make them have it. Right. Yeah and once they do have it because they fucking will because there's three of them and one of you they yeah. will just pretend like it didn't even happen yep. don't get sour just play right on through yeah, just start doing it again oh yeah, yep. yeah just just keep going very important when I had nine creatures and I cast that twilight's call and got zero of them <laughs> you play right through I tilted onto the shadow plane and put my hat down over my eyes and slumped down so nobody could see who I was <laughs> But you know, you start politicking again, you get some artifacts removed, you do some other reanimation, you fucking murder the guy who plays Graft Digger's Cage. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Shout out to ZT. Good good guy, good guy, good guy. But you know what? Stop- F him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very much so.
0: So, strengths and weaknesses. Graveyards are strong. Graveyard FYI. is strong with this one, yes. Yes. Having are- two hands is always better than having one hand yes i feel like that's true in virtually any avenue of life or business uh, yeah well some people aren't some people can't
1: physiologically fit two hands on them but if you can that's it's good gonna news. Be yeah, I, yeah maybe don't google that
0: no don't two no, no, no.
1: hands are better than one
0: yeah i don't no yeah no no no, no, no. yeah
1: okay what well, budget is all get out
0: Yes, absolutely. You could aff- you can afford this deck. You probably don't even have to pay money for it. I'll bet you you have most of it already. You yeah, because so many of it is
1: so much of it is commons and uncommons, and there's like almost no card worth more than forty five cents.
0: Yeah, there's a few for a couple of bucks that again they're not hard to find. It's not like to chase rares or anything. Yeah, and you know what too is like architect. Like the the cheapest price of
1: like, that a common is listed for or something is like twenty five cents when they pull it through whatever website they're using.
0: So like this deck could be even cheaper. Yeah, it's probably less than the twenty seven dollars listed. It's actually on the the title is fifteen dollar budget actress. So I would be willing to bet that this budget is skewed by the internet.
1: Yes, very much so. Now, last strength that I want to highlight, and you you touched on it. Fucking backup Day of Dragons win con. Yeah, dude. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, weakness, obviously all of the seven drops all the six drops
0: no real like let's call it a spade a spade no real good mana production you don't have a ton of haymakers in this deck either yeah even your big mana stuff doesn't have that big mana impact on the table in most cases
1: yeah it's gonna fuel
0: your graveyard which next weakness could just get exiled yeah and your i think that the the weakness that i i point out in decks like this all the time is whenever you leave a choice up to your opponent They're always trying to hose you, so very rarely will you actually get what you want. And there's a lot of stuff in here where it separates things into piles, and yeah, you're using the graveyard as a resource, and yeah, you're playing lots of stuff out of your graveyard, reanimation, recursion, all that stuff, but when you really need something, you might get it and nothing else, and that is kind of a weakness in decks like this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. The only other thing I would add to that for our, our budget section, sometimes we roll the budget into the strengths or weaknesses like we did here today. The Narumeha combo, if you wanted to eliminate like all combo possibilities, and that includes like the Twilight's Call where you can reanimate like everything you need at once. Your Archaomancer, your Narumeha, and your Archaomancer will get you back like your your ghostly flicker yeah. all at once. You can cut that combo out, and you could cut like another b- about three dollars off the list because Narumeha is actually the most expensive card
0: in the deck. Oh dang! Yeah. Oh dang! And How like, many I think—and correct
1: me if I'm wrong—that's because Narumeha does actually see play at two dollars okay. in like there's CEDH Narumeha mono blue control combo lists. Sure. I, I don't know if that's a tier one deck anymore, but just because like maybe mono blue isn't the best. And I do have to correct myself. Fallen Shinobi. Brando just comp, uh, pointed out 50, 50 cents more than Narumea. Yeah.
0: And I think that's because it says whenever it hits somebody, you get to play shit off your opponent's libraries for free. I think because
1: it. It, it it's a ninjutsu card
0: from Modern Horizons. Yeah. yeah. It's a ninja zombie from Modern Horizons. Of course, it's going to cost two fifty, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so with
1: all patron and listener submitted decks, Spice Calculator. Spice Calculator. Baby. So... Atrus Oracle of Half-Truth's 16th most popular Dimir ca- Commander on EDHrec.com
0: oh, I don't have the EDHrec.com so I can say what he's under and what
1: he's over definitely definitely have you covered
0: oh so he's right behind Tygam Sidisi's hand. That's a bad place to be. And, and, and Dralnu Lichlord. Right above Lich Lichlord. At, at the time of the show notes,
1: 187 lists. Oh, no, new I forgot about that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Get this. You'll like this. If you like Dralnu, you'll like this. Average CMC,
0: <clears throat> 4. Fuck yes. <laughs> point six. Yes. <laughs> now we're playing edh baby
1: yep, yep yep uniqueness rating this is cards different in our list today than the stock edhrec.com page Ooh, lots of the the flicker stuff and the Narumeha package does cross over but we do have 37 individual cards including no soul ring which i am almost ready to give an extra spice point for i'd do it but we don't necessarily have to because we do pass the 50 test you punch it all in we get a 57.1
0: spicy that is a great rating that's it that's a great rating for a budget deck like this again that runs into kind of the it's one of those commanders that kind of tells you what to do you want to blink it. You want to take advantage of this guy's ability all and, the time. And we're doing the thing that the deck tells us yeah. to do that EDH EDHREC told us as well. Yeah, and we're doing it. And we still got a high spicy rating. So that's really cool. Yeah, I think uh, on all holes. Don't go yeah. Through. That's right. This what?
1: deck is, is cool. So Inky Butthead... Thank you very much for sending it in. We appreciate it. And I think that the deck does make us both feel good. Absolutely. Maybe it's because we're together face-to-face for the first time in like eight weeks or nine (laughs) weeks. I've got a fridge full of beer that we're going to drink. Oh, yo. That kind of sounds like a final thought of the day. Just quickly, though, I do want to just remind everybody, check out CommanderCooko.com slash store. We're going to have some coasters coasters up there you're welcome to buy them in tandem with cco stickers that helps us out a lot with shipping because we can ship everything all at once that's great ccosters also ccosters and cco sticks yeah lots of s's in there i hope the compression now that we're together (laughs) and it doesn't i hope it's i hope you can make it sound good it'll sound fine (laughs) yeah check out the upcoming youtube content all week and next week including brando does stuff that's brando's new youtube channel that's kind of new I'm calling it new it's right? new enough yeah it's fine it's not 181 episodes yeah so it's new <laughs> holy shit so check that out of course links to all of our content will be in the show notes and for everything else commander cookout related you can find on commander
0: uh, com.
1: yeah now i guess final thought of the day what do you think final thought oh of- hey wait a oh, second oh, oh. we didn't do a good vibe Dude, roll your good vibe into the final thought of
0: the day. I think I think I know where you're going to go. Absolutely. The good vibe of the day is we finally get to be together as homies and do magic stuff in the same room as each other. We've been vedh it a little bit over the last few weeks, but nothing can beat being in the room with your friends, talking magic, drinking beer, doing all that stuff that we do. We're going to go upstairs. We're going to have a barbecue later, just like we used to back in the day. It's going to be awesome. As far as the deck goes super duper classic edh deck it feels like an old school playing big splashy cards that cost a thousand that you will never see the light of day in any other format and they found a home in a really cool edh deck so thank you dink stomp for sending them in this is a deck that i think will be a lot of fun maybe we'll even give it away to somebody to prove it we'll see how that goes who knows We'd like to thank our amazing sponsors, face2faceGames.com, FaceToFaceGames.com, Canada's biggest magic store, for helping us keep the lights on. And as much as we'd like to thank them, we want to thank all of you for inviting us into your ear holes, your eye holes, and any other hole that you invite us into on a weekly basis. It makes us feel really good to be talking to somebody and not nobody, so we really owe that to you. And we really appreciate you guys helping us get through this difficult time as we try to add a little bit of levity to your life. And we'll be back again next week at the same time for another episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song!